Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Welcome to Wildcast Studios for another episode of the Wildcast Podcast, presented by Alpha's Appliance Solutions. Right now, until November 1st, they have the Autumn Kitchen Sweet Savings Event. Uh, $200 instant savings when you purchase two qualifying Whirlpool or Maytag appliances. $300 instant savings when you purchase any three Whirlpool or Maytag appliances. 25 Halifax Street, Moncton, 506-858-5111. As always, listeners, I am your host, Adam, and I am joined by your favorite co-host, and again, writer for Rocket Sports, Mr. Jeremy Boucher, buddy. What you drinking? Well, uh, this is just your basic PSL ice. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because as I stated a, a couple of weeks ago on the show... Did you know an iced pumpkin spice latte has 400 calories less than the hot option? I remember you saying that, but I did not know that. Yeah. So I'm going a little healthy here. Good option. Very good. I like you, it. Uh, you fit right in in this household. Yes. Um, we have had, and by we, I mean my wife and my daughter have had so much pumpkin in this house. They finished off a pumpkin pie for our Thanksgiving. <sighs> Uh, we've got pumpkin spice whipped cream that I showed you at its. Oh um, my god! At, uh, you should bring that down. Superstore. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it just Haley had a couple PSLs and fun fact: Dear Starbucks, hashtag not a sponsor. If you're charging ladies, men, whomever, thirty dollars for your fancy cup. Fill it with the stuff. <laughs> I said, hey, she's, we went into Superstore yesterday to shop for, cause we had Thanksgiving cause she was here. So this is our Thanksgiving. And she's like, oh, Starbucks cup. So she goes over, she looks, she's like, oh yeah. I mean, I was like, do they have one you want? She's like, yeah, they got ones I can't get. I'm like, okay, well here's my debit card. Go buy one. Are you sure? Yeah. Do you want anything? Absolutely not. Layla, do you want anything? Yeah. Give me whatever. She ordered seven different words that I don't understand. She comes back, holding the cup in one hand, holding Layla's drink, holding her drink like this. I looked at Layla, I'm like, what the shit? So I get, she gives Layla her drink. I'm like, how close to 50 bucks was that? 45? No, I was like, how close to 45, how 40 bucks was that? I was like, 50. I'm like, how much was the cup? 30 bucks. And they don't fill it? Uh, yeah. She's like, yeah, I know. Like, I know that consumerism and blah, 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 but come on. Mm-hmm. $30 for the cup and they don't even fill it with, like, you don't have to fill the whole thing because that's not, like, you only have certain sizes, but yeah. put something in it. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. That's why I... It's my Starbucks rant for the year. Well, that's, hey, it's acceptable. I'm, I'll just, I'll still buy it. You know, I'll keep... Uh, yeah, yeah. We're only about a month away from uh, peppermint mocha season, yeah. or candy cane, uh, candy cane hot chocolate season. So, uh, I'll keep uh, I'll keep bringing the drinks, and <laughs> we'll keep bringing the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, how's your Thanksgiving plans coming? As uh, everybody else is into this week, that's um, true. Yeah, we uh, had ours. Just a nice shout simple out, shout dinner. out to Turkey Day. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. Thanksgiving is coming up this weekend, and so we've got. Uh, the wife and I are, are going to be hosting our first ever Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, now that we have a much larger uh, cuisine. Uh, and yeah, so we're going to have probably uh, as much as I love you, Adam. <laughs> we've already got like over the uh, on Saturday, it was 10 people. On Saturday, it was 10 people. Yeah. It is now up to 15. Holy jeez. So uh, it is growing by the day. For those just joining us, uh, Jeremy no longer lives in the condo. Yes. He's, he has a house. That's why he's got about 15 people. Yeah, we have a cuisine now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to have like 15 people, which is going to be absolutely crazy. Uh, I went to Superstore about a 20-pound turkey cool. on Saturday. So there's about uh, 1.1 uh, 1 pounds of meat per person. Jeez. Um, 45 bucks. For those listening uh, on uh, Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts, you... Won't see this, but for those watching on YouTube, thank you. We're both in our Blue Jay hats. Yes, we, we are. are. Well, you more than me, but and Layla are um, ready for the playoffs. Like yeah. I said, I told you, and I was telling her 
their easiest road to the ALCS is to be the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. They back their way into the sixth seed. And just like I told you off air, and I don't know how many other people think this, I don't understand the championship celebration for making the postseason. I, I've never understood it. It's not a Blue Jays thing. It's not a Toronto thing. It's every MLB team. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. We got so drunk we made the playoffs. How'd you do? We lost. We got swept. Like yeah. last year, they got swept. Like they make this big, have this big party in the dressing room. They get swept. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I, and then you look at the NHL and they don't want to touch a trophy. Someone tweeted like, don't touch a trophy, but the MLB has a huge party. Like that's just one of the sports celebrations I have never understood. You're right. And I, uh, if, if you're like me, you go through your Facebook uh, on this days every, every day to see yeah. what uh, some of your statuses were. And uh, October 2nd, 2016, I retweeted the Blue Jays. I shouldn't say it's that. That's uh, it was I shared it on Facebook. Yeah, Blue Jays and said, "Let's get drunk after clinching a spot in the wild card game." <laughs> <laughs> so you're on board. I uh, that that's one of those another one of those things I don't understand. Like yeah. you literally almost like f'd yourself. Yeah. By losing what four of the final five games? No, I should. That's that's incorrect. Two of the last three. Two of the last three. Yeah. And had to get help to get into the playoffs and you celebrate with champagne in the clubhouse after a loss. Yeah. I don't get it. It's it's dumb. It's stupid. Grab your gear. Get on the flight. Get to Minnesota. And, that, and that's... And that was even the funnier part is they lost the game and then went and celebrated. Like, yeah. maybe I would have been a little bit more okay. And I don't care what teams do they always Mm -hmm. do it but a little bit more okay and a little less ridiculous had they stayed at the the uh the rogers center watched the seattle texas game to find out seattle lost yeah and then have your party well you don't have the sportsnet media there you don't have everything yeah but at least you're partying because you're in you got in the next day is all right let's stay healthy let's play some baseball and now it's a business trip Mm -hmm. instead of getting smashed yeah. Uh, How do you feel about the series? How do you feel about the wild card? Um, okay, so people will say that Minnesota is the more favorable matchup over Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'll have to agree. Mm-hmm. And I think I can speak for all Blue Jays fans when I say that this season was underwhelming. Uh, their pitching was really good, but their hitting was dog shirt. Yeah. And, you know, the players who you expected to have a big season, like Guerrero, just did not have a big season. You know, he's yeah. two years ago, three years ago, you you see him step up the plate. And he's it's almost you expect him to hit a home run. But then this year, you almost expect him to strike out. Or and, hit a ground ball. Yeah, like that's – or into a double play, you know. It, it, that's just the kind of season it was. And I think they got – to make it into the playoffs, they got – a lucky because another loss and they, they another loss along the way somewhere they probably they're probably out yeah and but that's the good thing about playoffs you know i know it's cliche anything can happen once the season's over and i th- think this team is kind of i think they've got a really good shot based on where they're going in and and where they're where they're at right now uh, by the time this show comes out, hopefully they have a, a one nothing series lead, and because uh, yeah, with the game on Thursday night and first pitch of game three, if necessary at five thirty five, can the can the Wildcats put the uh, game on uh, <laughs> the, the jumbotron? Probably not. Yeah. Um, so there will be a lot. I think there will be a lot of. People uh, somewhat distracted if there yeah. is a, in fact, a game three when uh, Victoriaville comes it down. What worries me about the blue? I think the pitching is going to be fine. I, I assume it's Gosman going in game one because that's what Dan and Buck were talking about yeah, yesterday. It's confirmed. The pitching's fine. Bullpen should be fine. What worries me about the Blue Jays is the hitting in the aspect of everything's analytics now. They're so worried about what they need to do. I don't know if the team has the small ball in them to, if they get a run on a single with none out, bunt the guy over to second instead of trying to hit a two-run home run or well, putting yeah. it somewhere. Like, Do they have the 
when the games get tight in in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, do they got that small ball mentality? Yeah. And and maybe not getting into the playoffs with AL record breaking home runs is a good thing for them because mm-hmm. they had to do it a different way. But um, yeah, I mean, you look at Vladdy, and this isn't a Blue Jays podcast by any means, but I've watched more games now since I went and since I talk about them with you. But there was one on the road. He wasn't playing because he was injured. Mm-hmm. They got the bases loaded and they brought him in. Yeah. Like he's he's not gonna he's not gonna hit a, a grand slam like he used to. He might, but what he does what does he do? Grounds, Grounds in yeah. and yeah. lags out a single to get in. But still, it's just like that's he's just not doing what he does. And maybe this will be the maybe this will be the playoff run for him. Maybe this is a, every team has that magical one run, and mm-hmm. maybe this is that's it. that's the hope. Uh, there, I don't think you'll come close to a 2015 team. No, uh, but be no, interesting to see how many got... Blue Jays fans travel though. From Toronto to Minnesota. Yeah. It was, I was looking out for the hell of it. I was looking at flights today from Toronto to Minneapolis. And yeah. there's some pickings. There's there's not much left. Oh, really? So it sounds like or looks like there could be a, a pretty good uh, contingent of Blue Jays fans. So right. bring the blue. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Well, this is, like I said, this isn't a Blue Jays podcast. This is a Wildcast podcast. Talk about the Wildcast. So as always, don't forget, follow us on all our social medias, Twitter, Moncton Wildcast. Instagram Wildcast Podcast, TikTok Wildcast Podcast, and of course, like and subscribe here on YouTube. And don't forget to click the little bell to be notified because our post-game shows are now on YouTube. Uh, so quick question, uh, we'll go quickly. Um, aside from the news we're about to talk about in a few minutes, mm-hmm. um, what's your on-ice surprise the first couple of weeks into the season? Um, and I'm going to go with uh, the Valdor Foyer being 4-0. You, you took um, my answer right over did my, I? yeah. I figured that might be your answer as well, but yeah, Valdor being four and zero and um, nineteen goals for, fifteen goals against. Now they've three of the four wins have been at home, so that does help. But um, in that division, I don't think a lot of people. I think people thought Rinderanda would already be four and zero and outscoring everyone, and mm-hmm. they're giving up more goals than they're scoring. So I think Valdor being four and zero is is a surprise for me. Yeah, I was going to go with Valdor, but uh, I'll also go with that division and say Ruin Aranda. Yeah. You know, uh, two shootout losses and, you know, they'll only get one win in four games when they're supposed to be, you know, one of the top teams. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's another one, I'd have to go with the league's, the current league's leading scorer. I didn't think the current league, the the league's leading scorer after four games would be from Sherbrooke of all teams, Maverick Lachance. Oh yeah, uh, that was another surprise. Uh, didn't expect that at all because uh, Sherbrooke is. Is that what the website says? That's what the app says, yeah. Oh, maybe I'm wrong here. Oh, look, score. Oh, sorry, league's uh, leader in goals. Goals, yeah, he's My got bad. five goals. Yeah, okay. yeah, well, five goals in in four games. So yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, that's not. Uh, no, you're right. Not uh, not bad at all. I mean, he's fourth in scoring with six, and it's... but yeah, Olivier Dubois of Sherbrooke is is tied for first yeah. for scoring. Maxime Corsell from yeah. Ramuski and, and also Thomas who the hell is Zalolka. Olivier Dubois? You know, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing, and that's that's where. When we do this show at the middle of March, these points are going to be your valuable points that, mm-hmm. you know, Valdor getting off to this kind of a start. We don't need to worry about them losing anymore. So they're not worried about it either. And and, and these are the points you put in the bank, catching teams by surprise because no one really has tape on anyone. Mm-hmm. And this is where it comes back to either haunt you or benefit you when we get into March. Yeah, and our buddy Barrington, uh, Andrew Barrington, messaged me. He's like, is Valdor for real? I said... No, Valdor is for <laughs> I love that. All right, let's uh I guess we should probably get to some news, eh? Yes. There's the, a big big one to talk big about. Big one, yeah. News and notes from around the queue. All right, so the Moncton Wildcats have officially announced that they are not putting in a bid for the 2025 Memorial Cup. It will be between Shawinigan and Ramuski. Um, this was a 10 a.m., 11 a.m. Lala set bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, 12 o'clock, he said that the Wildcats are no longer in the running. Battle, therefore, seems to be between Shawinigan and Ramuski, like I just said. So the Wildcats come out with a statement. Um 
while the organization was deeply committed to bidding for the 2025 Memorial Cup, we have made the decision to forego submitting a bid at this time, realizing that major junior hockey team in the province of Quebec has not hosted the national championship in the past 10 years. Fun fact, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, the chance of winning the competitive bid is very unlikely. We recognize the Canadian Hockey League wants to ensure various me- member provinces get to host a Memorial Cup, but we know that our organization, committee, and province would have submitted an outstanding bid. We're disappointed we won't have the chance to bring the 2025 championship to our fans and our community without a reasonable chance of being selected. The Moncton Wildcats cannot commit the time, effort, and resources to prepare this extensive bid, and which, as I find that, that, um, what I when you look back at uh, the hosts of the Memorial Cup, since 2007, Hull, Halifax, Quebec, Moncton, Ramouski, Shawinigan, Quebec, Halifax, St. John, and now either Sherinigan or Muskie. So it was fine from 2009 to 2015 for three Quebec teams to host, but it's not all right for three Maritime teams to host. As much as this sucks, I blame Regina. <laughs> Experience for China. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they got the 100th Memorial Cup when it was supposed to be in Quebec, um, or when it was supposed to be in the queue, which that probably would have been St. John there. And then Halifax would have had it. And then when St. John actually hosted it two years ago, Quebec would have had that. We'd have been fine. Um, I guess, sure. But, I mean, if you're the commissioner and you're putting on an event of this magnitude for the country to see, mm-hmm. nothing against Shawinigan because they put on a heck of a Memorial Cup in 2012. Jeremy was there. I watched it on TV. I don't remember the 2009 one, but... You have to look at your rosters around the league, and Moncton's going to have an un- like a great roster next year. We have the facility. Mm-hmm. Like, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't have to be. We have to get one in Quebec, because now you've pigeonholed yourself into two in a row. Because, well, Bathurst might be on a cycle in twenty twenty eight. Cape Breton, they got a, they're on kind of the same cycle as us. St. John isn't going to get another one. So now you're going to get two in a row in Quebec. Congratulations. That's maybe what they were thinking is if we take this one, we get two in a row in Quebec now. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> this, uh, this press release, um, statement, mm-hmm. whichever you want to call it. Uh, I, I've been following this team long enough to know that that's not it. It's it's not wildcat wording. Uh, it's um, it to me it, it almost feels like there was. While well, I understand the league probably said, "Look, don't bid on it. We're going to choose a Quebec team." So. But really, like, the, the great Michael Scott, didn't he say once, you miss 100% of the shots? You know, it, yeah. it, it, it's obviously a Michael Jordan quote. But <laughs> Michael Jordan quote, right? Yeah. Yeah, but Michael Scott from, from The Office. It's more known by Michael Scott than Michael No, Jordan. that's that's true. <laughs> um, I think this organization has the the financial ability to, to put in a bid. Uh, and if they don't get it they they don't get it i mean we put in a bid in 2000 and when did halifax was it 20 2018 2018 was it 2018 yeah because it was the first year i moved here right it was the first so, season i moved here i was like oh bonus i move here and we might get a memorial cup so essentially that's, so that's the 2018 2019 season so we bid for that one we lost it yeah. and we we're going to bid for this one and basically we're told you lost it yeah um, so it, it, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's disappointing. Uh, Kevin Barrett's article has a little more information compared to the I can't bring it up. team statement, uh, basically saying that, um, 
Mr. Irving received a phone call from the Canadian Hockey League committee in charge of site selection, indicating that teams from Quebec would have the inside track, in large part because the CHL championship has not been staged in that province since May 2015, when Quebec served as hosts. Uh, he's go he goes on to say in where's that our problem that the cycles and I quote I was given notice that because it is being out of the province for ten years it would not be favorable for us and that would not be in our interest because we would go through all the exercise and put all the money time and effort and come up short so when I heard that I said well with the chances of us not going able not being able to host it, then we wouldn't put the time and effort into it. Uh, he goes on to say that they are sincere in their intent to host and that they're going to put their best effort forward. So if you're, and I'm not, I don't think this is, um, this is, I'm not knocking the Wildcats here. If you're, if your intention was to put your best foot forward, mm-hmm. why not do it? You know that's that's I think where I'm I'm coming from and where I'm struggling from is okay if you if you lose it you lose it if you you know you're you won't know if the the site committee could say that but Ramuski and Schwinnigan could be a complete dud and then who are you going to look at you've got nothing are you yeah. going to call up Mister and be like look you want this or not you know I I think it was um, if. I don't know how much it costs to put in a bin for the Memorial Cup. I know it's, you know, we like to say that our, you know, we're our organization is financially it's a big market team. It's it financially stable, yeah. and uh, we're. I just I feel like we'd be able to to afford the the bidding process, and so yeah, it's disappointing because you're right. Like it's we have the team right now on paper that looks like we could you know do some damage next year but you know now we just have to i i just hope this doesn't change the direction i well, i really hope the team still what is the direction on, well i, I and still before i ask you before i ask you that sorry this is ridiculous on 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 the basis that every major league in the canadian hockey league has teams in other provinces the ohl and the whl have teams in the united states mm-hmm I don't think that teams in the WHL are getting the call. Like, I don't know, uh, Saskatoon. Yeah, we don't want you to put a bid in. We needed to go to the United States. Mm-hmm. The last time it was in the United States in that market was Seattle in 1992. Mm-hmm. The last time it was in the OHL in the States, I can't even find it, but it's going to Saginaw this year. Like, is this happening in other leagues? Sorry, Spokane had it. So 92, 98. Spokane in 1998 was the last American team. Are, is the commissioner there calling him saying, mm, we don't put a bid in Red Deer. Don't put a bid in Saskatoon. We need it to go to the United States. No. Mm-hmm. You build it on a cycle. And if the Maritime teams have the cycles at the time, great. I'm sure that Quebec wanted to have the Memorial Cup two years ago. And I'm sure that Gatineau wanted it in their brand new building. But it just didn't line up. Yeah. And that's that's the most ridiculous thing is now we're being penalized because our cycle A was taken away by COVID and B was taken away because it's not going to Quebec. Mm-hmm. We didn't have it for three years. So I don't want to get too angry. But so what's the direction now? Do you pivot? Do you go all in this year? Uh, Do you pivot no, and go all in no, next year and no, no. So, kick in the front door in Quebec or or Ramouski or Schwinnigan? So, I mean, I think because we that's can. The, that's the question I got a lot: is what's the direction now? Is yeah. it all in now? Yeah. So I don't I don't like this whole all in idea. Um, I think with the direction the team looks to be taking next season, I think we should we should focus on next season. Mm-hmm. Um. Are we going to get Ethan Goche now? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think Ethan Goche will play the year in Drummondville and then be traded to whoever hosts the Memorial Cup. Yep. Right? And like that's That seems pretty obvious. And you can probably make the same argument for... Unless you're Mr. Irving and he's like, I don't care what it costs. Yeah. Go get that guy. 
go get that guy, go get that guy. And we're <laughs> kicking in that front door and we're embarrassing the Quebec team, well, whoever it, hosts, right? And he might do that. And he, he might, but I mean... He's on the phone to Richie. I, I don't think, care uh, the cost. I, I think we've been told on a couple of occasions that uh, Irving doesn't touch the hockey operations side of things anymore. <laughs> no, no, but uh, he might give a little call. Like, no, hey, but look, it's... Go get what you need to get. Yeah, sure. But, I mean... It kills the Iserman. It, it does. It kills but, my theory that he was coming. He was never coming. You know, no, you, but we, I had a small we, theory. We can, we can make the, the jokes on the Twitter about, oh, how he decommitted from yeah. Minnesota. And there was that slight yeah. chance. And and how if he if the Flames are terrible and he gets drafted yeah. there and then we're hosting Memorial Cup. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just there's there's no. But, but, look, I've, I've said before, if he if if he ever wears a Wildcats jersey other than the one. That he got has even more and probably hasn't put it on. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but you know it's. Do I think it changes the the direction of the team? No, I I think it's. uh, I I still think they should focus on next year. Uh, By that time, you know they'll still have some assets to to be able to make some moves to to contend. You know, there's. Uh, if Ramuski's if Ramuski bids bids, you know they're going to be all in. They're going to go get the big fish. Well, you know what? There's sometimes there's there's big fish don't win championships, and yeah. we, we've seen that, yeah. right? Go go get run around with draft and development. Yeah, draft and development. Make the trades that makes your team better. Don't go and get all the superstars. Don't load up because mm-hmm. that that's what's that's just going to build. It's going to not be good for team chemistry yeah you know it just make the trades that's going to make your team better and because we will be very good you know we're, we're going to be good this season we're going to be very good next season i don't want this team to go off track uh if a memorial cup host team steps up and says we want this guy on your team and we will pay x amount for him and it's too good to pass up sure make it happen do it uh, but it has to be an astronomical price. With that being said, um, the so next you, the next opportunity would be 2028. Nowhere near a cycle. Which would be really cycle. Depend now that cycle. If they don't quote unquote go all in next year and they just kind of make the right moves and go in with a team that's got chemistry, mm-hmm. you might still have something there. But that's where you had said 2030 is probably the next time we're on the cycle. Yeah, 2031. Yeah. And I, I jokingly jokingly said this to you and, and Chris earlier today, I think it was. I, I hope Richie was watching the Quebec Pee Wee tournament because, <laughs> uh, you know, there's, I think yeah. we, we, I was showing, there's like two players from Quebec. There, there was that one that I think it thir- was 31 points in five games or something foolish like that. And But no, that's honestly like... But there's no worry of a pivot and building around Denmay and Carrier moving some assets out now and build for 2028 because that'll be their 20 year old year. Like we're not gonna. Well, they're not gonna. They're gonna be. They're not gonna be playing in the league as 20 year olds. So that's yeah. You're you're pretty much. I mean, for for to get them back if we host to have that chance they, to get them back, like McKenna. They won't. They won't. I mean, Denoyer, if if. Elliot Dinoye didn't play in the league at 20. At 20. Yeah, Caleb, Caleb Dinoye will not play in the league at yeah. 20, right? If Zach LaRue is not playing in the league at 20, Sean Carrier won't be playing in the league at 20. Yeah. It's that so you're you're pretty much let's do it next year and make the right trades and then you're still good. Like you're you can still be good the following year as well. Yeah. And the following year. You know, like there's 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 no point having who a cares if you, if you win a championship? Who cares if it's in the queue? Win a championship. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Just win a championship. Yeah. That's yeah. It doesn't matter one who, way to bring the Memorial Cup. I don't monkey. care if it's in if it's in our own backyard or yeah. in Saginaw or in uh, Calgary. <laughs> you know, I'm just yeah. thinking of names. Just just yeah. win a championship, and yeah. just that that should be the focus. Win a championship. Get the get the Gilles Corto Trophy first, and then. Get your Memorial Cup. Yeah. Don't I don't care if it's this year or next year, the year after that. Just get it. I don't care where the tournament is. No. 
No, that's that's the thing. Like having it at home, just yeah, it's it, a bonus. It, it's a bonus, but it also adds pressure because you're the host mm-hmm. all year. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's scrutinizing your moves. You get to the playoffs, and if you're out and round, you know, if you only win two games in the playoffs and mm-hmm. then you're hosting a Memorial Cup or you win a round or two rounds, mm-hmm. that puts the added pressure of, oh, you were eliminated. Now you got to ramp it back up. And that can sometimes be be a problem. But, yeah, you picked them to go to the final this year. Depending on the moves, that's a team with chemistry that could have a trip to Saginaw well, that's it. or have a trip to Shawinigan or Ramuski, one mm-hmm. of the two. It just blame Regina. That's all we're saying. Mm-hmm. And honestly... When I got home from apple picking today, um, I was like, oh, I can't wait to read the Facebook comments because usually those are the most level-headed people. They actually were. They were like, yeah, I get it. It makes sense. It sucks for us, but I get it. Like, I was just, I, I was shocked at the amount of, because yeah. usually when moves happen with the Wildcats, that's the place to go when you really want the, I've gone to one game in my life take, mm-hmm. and this team should keep their best players forever. But it was actually pretty level-headed. I was, I was pretty surprised. Good. Uh, yeah. Let's see what else. What, what else we got for news? Oh, Sam Savoy. Uh, yep. Riverview was injured Saturday. In a, Saturday? Saturday, I think. Or Sunday. In a preseason game. Um, likely out four to six months. Interesting to see what his trade market is now. I mean, you're... There is going to be conditions. Yeah. There will be conditions on that one for sure. Um, because you're... If he's... He'll be back. He should be back this season but you might only get two months of him at the back end of the season and then a playoff run. And he's, he's a guy that can make an impact in the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see what his, uh, his trade likely is looking now. And you might even get him back next year more than likely because of the injury. Possibly. It it really depends on how the, how the development goes. And, uh, but yeah, that was a broken, broken femur. That's, uh, I look like it hurt right away. Yeah, that's one of those ones that can keep you out for a while. It's it's easily easily three months minimum, uh, which is going to take you into yeah into late December, yeah. early January. Like that's going to mess up his role junior chances, which is uh, which sucks because I think he could have played like a really good fourth line, third line, fourth line role on on Team Canada, and um, yeah, that sucks. It, it sucks for him. It sucks for Gatineau. But, I mean, he's still going to get traded. But, like I said, it, there's going to be some conditions on that yeah. for sure. Price might not be what it originally was. Mm-hmm. And, um, the rosters were revealed for the first phase of the 2024 QMJHL Cup. Uh, um, I'm not going to go through already? The, yeah. I'm not going to go through the rosters, but it's in Dieppe this year, uh, this weekend. Uh, so, Team Gerard Gallant from PEI. The Brunswick Hopefuls will be the Team Luke Bourdon. Nova Scotia Team Cam Russell. And uh, Labrador Prospects will be the team. Zach O'Brien, your QMJHL Team of the Week. Cole Burridge. Burbage. <laughs> Cole Burbage from the Eagles. Uh, two goals, three assists in two games. Israel Mincicum from Sherbrooke. Two goals, three assists in two games. Louis Levesque. Two goals, three assists in two games. Uh, Thomas Sabolka from Valdor. Mm-hmm. Two goals, three assists in two games. Benjamin Vanell from Victoriaville, who we'll see this weekend or this week. Uh, one goal, two assists in two games. And Matthias Rousseau, 2 0 0 with a .97 goals against average and or save percentage and a 1.0 goals against average. And your player of the week was Cole Burbage from Cape Breton, two goals in three assists. And that's uh, that's pretty much it. For the news notes, most of it was centered around, thankfully, the news that came out today because there's nothing worse than putting this show together. And then they're like, oh, news on Tuesday. Uh, All right, let's get into the Weekly Rewind. Weekly Rewind. So the Wildcats go one and one over the weekend, bringing the record to three and one on the season. Uh, They completed a victorious road trip uh, to begin the season with a 6-2 victory over the Islanders. Uh, And then the home opener... Was a three-one loss. Uh, so we'll get to the the game against the Islanders first. I didn't exactly watch it because I was in um, Baktouche at the uh, oh, yes. the light festival. I can't remember what the name is. I should have wrote it down. Um, but it was a night at first. Mm-hmm. Caleb Denvillier, the sump pump, glass, almost Carrier. Um, but I mean, you watched some of it. Yeah. Little, just looking at the score things, I was like. Wow, they they got outshot again. 
Um, 38-33. I, I don't really know much about it other than they were down and they scored five straight to, to take the victory. Yeah, so they uh, didn't start out very good. The uh, Matthew Butler goal, um, not sure what they were doing there. He was all alone in front of the net. I'm not sure who was supposed to be covering him. So uh, once I saw that, uh, I immediately thought of uh, those memes from like eight years ago where it's like, here come the Oilers. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got like, oh, the decade of darkness. Yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> there's what there's Still like one actually. person in front of the net while yeah. there's like five defenders on one player. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, here come the yeah. Oilers. And yeah. Fun thought, fact, it's still a hashtag. Yeah. Uh, no, I was, uh, once I saw that, I was like, oh, this is going to, this is going to happen again, isn't it? Bad start. It was just one of those, they didn't, again, it didn't have their legs and took them a while to get going. And I think, uh, this is the game where I think Yo and Loshing speed essentially just took over. If you want to put it that way. I mean, Mm -hmm. he was in on some of the very important goals of this game and he was the, the obvious, most best probably the best player on the ice and he was absolutely everywhere uh he was uh, yeah he he took over the game and jacob Steinman just made five bell saves 10 bell saves again like he's been doing uh since uh since the first game in cape breton was it one of those islander game where they just wore us down in the first period and eventually that system just kind of ran out of steam <sighs> I, it just it was one of those things where there's there was too many turnovers and it just seemed like Moncton capitalized more on turnovers than Charlottetown did. Like they were bailed out by Steinman. Like yeah. it, it it was just the same thing that happened in Cape Breton. Bailed out by Steinman. Here, big save here, big save there. That might uh, be a hashtag. Hashtag up? bailed out by Steinman. Bailed out. Yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, like he, there were some saves that I just I was like, whoa! It, it, it took the eyes out of my head and. <laughs> It's uh no really it was the lotion show and the diamond show that was uh, a key part of this game and you're you're right when, on the first uh, the gloss goal was a absolute rocket um I've I've never seen a shot so fast in my life you gotta go see that highlight faster than a piss missile oh my the gla- the gloss goal yeah oh man go look at it like what a shot this was like I couldn't uh, I couldn't believe it I was like holy crap what did he I didn't know that guy had this that that sort of a <laughs> A it shot is. behind his, uh, uh, behind, on a stick. I was, I was amazed. Uh, yeah. Once you once you look at the highlights, you'll you'll know what I mean. But wow, I was uh, I was impressed. Uh, yeah, uh, Carrier. I thought he scored. I think a lot. I think he he even thought he scored, but it was given to Forte Jandron. Uh, I think it was just one of those uh, kind of one of those knuckle puck ones where it was. Uh, yeah. I hate how they do that on the Q site. Stupid volume. Yeah. And um, no, it was a shot from the point, and it bounced off a couple bodies. And I think Carrier celebrated as if he got I the saw, goal. I saw that highlight, and I was like, "Nice, yeah. we got four guys with first goal, or five guys with first goals." Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, w- I want you to see his goal because uh, it was it was quite the. Which one was it? Uh, what sure was the. As they, you're watching on YouTube, I, I we were trying to find been, the goal. I might have been the fourth, the fourth or fifth Moncton goal. Uh, so you're probably later into the into the highlight pack here. Fourteen oh four in the second. Pick. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of firsts. Didn't Yas first? Uh, I just want I, I want you to see this highlight because it was absolutely funny, right there. Oh, it's rewinded a little bit to see this, oh, to see this ripper, those. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They don't ask you how, they ask you how many. <laughs> I was I was hoping you had it up there a little faster just so you can understand where I was, but wow, yeah. what a rocket. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, they, uh, they don't ask you how, they ask you how many. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that Apparently was, I can't read your poker face. Uh, you got a really good poker well, thank face. Thank you so much, cause... I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, but no, in all honesty, this was the lotion show and the diamond show, and that's, that's the recap. If it wasn't for those two, Moncton probably loses. And we're two yeah. and two. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a home opener. Like I said, uh, it was three, one loss could have been five or six hashtag bailed out by Steinman. Um, but it was as flat as you said, the Eagles were last week. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wildcats were just as flat 
till about five minutes into the third period, and you can't play against top end teams and play fifteen minutes of a sixty minute hockey game. Mm-hmm. And like I was talking to a couple people uh, before interviewing Loshing, you play Cape Bretons, you play Bathurst, you play uh, Cape Breton again, the Islanders. Maybe they were lulled into a self sense of security on what this team was. And from my home opener thoughts, like I was underwhelmed by the app. I was underwhelmed by the the video and the intros were fine. They were good. I like those fire fireworks. Love that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the lights go out, the crowd is jacked and the melatonins play a seven minute song. Yeah. Meh. Like you, I liked the band idea, but it just, I think it was the wrong band for the wrong time. And it kind of sucked the air out of the building. And the Wildcats just were not ready to go. And I, I, I mean, the first goal by Louis Levesque, at that point, I think the shots were 7-5 to five for Moncton, and I have no idea how. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it looked like we got two saves. The score easily could have been 5 nothing in that first period, if not for Steinman with... 10 bell after 10 bell after 10 bell saves when I don't know if it was the ice or the Wildcats just didn't have it, but it just wasn't a good hockey game for a stretch of 45 of the 60 minutes. No, you're right. It was uh, a pretty um, dismal, I guess, performance. You want to put it that way for, for home opener. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, yeah, home openers always get nerves and, I think we calculated how many we had last year. I forgot to ask you to look that up. I think Den- Denise sent it to you. Yeah, I still. I, I think I lost track of the home opener stat, but again, another another loss. Um, but you know, they, it took them fifty minutes to find their legs. It, it, it they needed a sixteen year old to score a goal before they uh, got a, a, any sort of jump in in, yeah. in their step and. Uh, after that, I mean, it's they had that late power play, but it ended up being the empty netter, and it kind of sucked. And it was other, other than that, it was a good game. There was a lot of big saves. Uh, the crowd was in it. It was really hits, nice yeah. to hear, uh, which sucks because they're going to go there Thursday, and you're probably not even going to get three thousand people. Uh, so it's going to be a uh, drastic. Especially if the Blue Jays are playing game three. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Uh, but no, you, you saw like. You can tell Matthew Catterford's going to have a huge year. He was one of the that was one of the best games I've ever seen him play. Uh, he's he's going to have a, a massive year for Halifax, and uh, yeah, Rousseau will be one of the best goalies in the league. I was asked if after the performance, if I wanted to change my prediction. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know, it's yeah. Was Halifax good? Yes. Did Moncton play their best game? No. Mm-hmm. Halifax played a perfect road game. Yeah. And Moncton had no answer to it. And, and how many times did the puck get in the crease and the Wildcats couldn't find it or Rousseau was able to make the save? And I, I said this last week, like we could come into the home opener 3-0 and and lay the egg against Halifax because it's Halifax. And mm-hmm. you said they're getting better. They're, this isn't going to be the junior B roster that played the weekend before. I mean, they're going to get Rousseau back. I, we weren't sure on Catafort because he had the injury. Yeah. Vitacek was, was out. So... Mm-hmm. We can go toe to toe with them, and you know, you had said in in one of our preseason shows, like how far back are they going to be if they don't get Dumay till after the World Juniors? Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be that far back from us. They might even be leading the division because they went to Bathurst the next night and pumped them nine one. Yeah. So uh, it's just we knew Halifax was going to be better. It sucks losing them. I think it's nine of the last ten we've lost to them, other than game one, and it's just. The turn, the bakery was open. Mm-hmm. the The bakery was open, and you know we talk about guys on the team, and you know, twenty four. In how many games he's played in his career, 70, 80 games, he's had two bad ones. Six seventy two games, seventy six games in his career. What a guess! He's had two bad games. One last year in like his eighth game in Victoriaville or in Shawinigan, and this one wasn't his best. And like I said, when we don't mention him, he's doing great things. And and he had a tough night. And 
honestly, one of our assistant captains. You can't. The Wildcats score. The building is excited. The goal song is amazing. Mm. Um, we're getting a power play, and I know that Morvik, from what I heard on the post game show on YouTube, is he punched Carrier in the face. Mm-hmm. So Trenum sticks up for him, which is fine. That's what a twenty year old teammate should do for a first round pick. Maybe put that one in the back pocket and save that for the next game because you you know they get a power play there. Who knows what happens because yeah. the building's going. But for to even that up and, and more of it, a he knows you're not going to fight. So he's not going to drop the gloves. He's going to get away with a face wash and, and you take him down. I think that sucked a lot of the momentum out of it too. Um, but it just, that, that kind of penalty can't happen from, from a leader. No, you're right. Uh, I was, I was dumb. I was stupid. I was one of those dumb hockey moments that I get sometimes where mm-hmm. I thought, he was gonna be a double minor on Morovic and a single and a, just a minor on Trenum, which would give us a power play. But yeah, I thought yeah, I didn't even realize that Trenum's retaliation canceled out the penalty. I was <laughs> just like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, it's like I said with that new rule with the no fighting. It's it's stuff like that's gonna happen. The retaliation penalties are gonna happen, and yeah. you gotta pick your spots. And probably wasn't the best spot, but I also didn't have a problem with it. No, no, that's the, that's what he's on that line to do. Yeah. I didn't have a, I didn't have a problem. I, I didn't. Have, I had no issue with it. Uh, he's. You're right. He's there for that reason to to make sure that these kids don't get pushed around. And yeah, I'm pretty sure they can they can handle it their own. But yeah. you know, it's just be interesting if we see that again. Oh, I'm sure late, they're late, gonna... no, late in the second period. He kind of puts that one in the back pocket, gets yeah. in his face a little bit, lets him know, and then maybe the next time we play Halifax. And obviously, after playing them in the second round. Mm-hmm. We things are heightened a little bit more. It's the first time we've played them since they won four in a row in the playoffs. So things are a little bit heightened. So, you know, maybe next time we get in that situation, he gets in his face, lets him know, and and lays a big hit mm-hmm. the next game, right? Nope. Or, or puts a puts the pocket is the guy that scores the goal. Like just, I don't have a problem with it in the first game against Halifax because you have to set that tone to a point. But also, that's a tough time to do that, mm-hmm. and it's too bad it wasn't like Morvik just dropped. He knew he was. He knew he suckered. Yeah. gentlemen he, he had him yeah yeah no it's yeah it's it's gonna happen yeah but uh they, they did get their other their power plate late in the game and i mean it's a good looked as if they someone. looked as if they had the it, this set this setup going right and i think it was just a intercepted pass or whatever it was that uh Mc, yeah had, had to go back the other way so mcphee uh bhutan to mcphee uh bhutan tried to get to sump it hits mcphee's stick yeah and uh Schultz gets it up to Cataford and Bhutan almost got it. Like he, he toe picks and falls mm-hmm. and that allows Cataford to stop, kind of go around them to get yeah. the empty netter. Yeah. But so. I mean, it's a two, one hockey game and Moncton didn't play their best. Neither team had their best player, but Moncton didn't play their best and Halifax played an absolute perfect road game. Mm-hmm. That's basically any other team. We probably win that hockey. Game. 100%. So. That, it was, it was a very, for a team who didn't show up for, Fifty minutes, yeah. they 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 held Halifax to to two goals, and that's that's pretty much what you're gonna have to do is is hold Halifax because, yeah, that's they were without Dume, they were without Vitacek, so they've 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 got two key pieces that were maybe have to watch next time they play against mm-hmm. each other, but we will we will see. My I can't go and say my prediction is gonna be wrong now, even <laughs> no. though that I said it two weeks ago. But, but I mean. If you look at last season, Dume didn't have a lot of success against us. No. So, you know, if you can have number five cancel out their number 11 and Bhutan play a lot against Catafor, mm-hmm. this might be a season. This isn't going to be where we beat them in the first half and they roll us in the second half. This is going to be a season series. It's going to go back and forth um, all year long. So moving into this week's games, we've got another good test. And that's that's what I think was good for this team Coming off the road, the first game after the road is always the toughest, but you, you got to play a Halifax team. You got to see where you, I don't want to say stack up, and it wasn't a measurement game, but you got to see that game where you, you're going to see what's coming. And Victoriaville is a top four uh, consensus preseason top four team in the league, so it's going to be another tough 
Mm-hmm. They're they're two and two. They're looking for wins. I hope that uh, I can never remember that kid's name. Goalie. Oh, Dag. Dag. Yeah. Uh, I hope he's in again because he's. I got to watch him last year, but mm-hmm. um, they got a tough test in Victo, and then they've got St. John on um, Saturday on the road, and then friend of the show and play-by-play voice Cedric Blodin and, and his uh, armada coming on Wheeler, Sunday. The Zach Wheeler show. Zach Wheeler show. So you have to think. Steinman doesn't play one of the weekend games. He's going to play Victo. You have to think that Welk gets in one of the two. Welk. <laughs> Welk. Because yeah. You can't, you can't so, Steinman uh, out. Uh, uh, oh, man. That was, that was, <laughs> excuse me. Holy. Oh, that came in through the earphones there. Yeah. Said. said. <laughs> Ketchup? Yeah. <laughs> onion? Do you have Gatorade at the golf course today? <laughs> uh, goalie situation. Uh, this is obviously not coming from us. Uh, this is not uh, stuff that... Um, Everything you read on the internet's not true. That's And that's it. So there are online reports which indicate that Keegan Warren has been called up. Um, whether that's permanently or just in case. Yeah. Um, so that will be something to follow this week to see if there's... Uh, who is, in fact, the backup on, on Thursday. Because Warren did back up the first two. Yep. And Welk backed up the second two. Yep. So has there been a change in mindset or direction or whatever you want to call it? We will see. Now, whoever is the backup, I think we'll play probably one of these games, one of these three games, because you can't play Steinman for all 68. And no, not anymore. <laughs> no, not anymore. And I think logically, maybe the St. John game? Yeah. Like it's, you know, do you really want to give them six in a row? Or is it every five games that you play your backup? Because if you play them, if you play your backup every five games, let's do some, are you smarter than a fifth grader math here? Some girl math. Some girl math. <laughs> play them every five games. You're good. That's 13 starts for your 13, 14 starts for your backup during the season. No. Not great. No. Not great, Bob. Especially when. You look at the schedule, which I didn't bring up this time, but you look at the schedule, and I think they got three and four for the rest of the month. Yeah. So you're, I think you've got to get your backup probably twenty. So you've got to start finding some more room there, and um, which I, I mean I get you. He was going these four games because he's playing unreal. Like yeah, oh hundred yeah. But is it now that there's a loss? Is there a change? Yeah. But, I mean, we're going to get, thank God, Moran back. Because you've got Victoriaville, St. John, Blainville, Drummondville, Charlottetown, Bathurst. So he's playing Victoriaville and Drummondville. No questions asked. He's playing your top teams. Yeah. But then you've got St. John, Blainville, Charlottetown, Bathurst. Like, those are your two situations Mm -hmm. to get him in. And, I mean, you can see the starts that Steinman's going to get. Victor, Drummondville, Halifax, Valdor, and Quebec. Well, maybe not Quebec. They're not the hot team they were last year no, but no. You, you you're set up all all month to let your backup play every week once every every once yeah every, once every three well, games well that's it why ever every three games i don't know about every three games one, you're one one yeah like every three ga- like if you can get your backup books a game every week i think that's enough right they got 11 games this month. If your backup plays four of those 11, I think you're fine. Start to get seven of the 11. Yeah. Because you're September. Like if your backup goes St. John, Bathurst, St. John, and Quebec. Yeah. There's your four. That... That's, so that's basically anywhere from 20 to 25 start, 20 to 24 starts for your backup. Yeah. Which I think is ideal. Yeah. But we need points from those backups and yeah. that's what's key yeah it's it's all rosy to say he he should get 20 starts mm-hmm. but if in the first 
six, he hasn't got the team a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to figure this out, and that's yeah. that's where if quote unquote what's on the boards of Keegan Warren coming up, maybe it's a see which backup. Like we don't we don't go to practices. Yeah, so we don't know. What's How that's going, going. And, and and I said throughout the preseason, Welk's going to have to figure it out. And who knows? Maybe they're just bringing him up as insurance. I, I don't know. But the backup's going to play in one of these three games. Oh, yeah. Like, well, you I have put, to. Put you money can't. on it. Yeah. Denis Dwyer, put money on it. <laughs> yeah. Did you see he, can, he found the... Uh... Never mind. We'll talk after. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... I, I'm I'm kind of excited to see Victor because they're two and two right now. They're not going the way they they obviously want to go. Um, I don't think they have Warren in the lineup. I don't know who no, else they they're don't. missing. Uh, um, what's his face? Their uh, Dieppe kid, Cormier, not Cormier, Jondron. Yeah. Justin Jondron's hurt. Um, so Darvo's played three of the games. Yeah, I think three this. Of the four. I think we should probably see a dag. This could be. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, no, this will be. Um, this Victor. is a perfect test coming right off Halifax. Oh, like this, yeah. this show, like this, will show you what kind of "quote unquote" moxie this team has. Frankie, I sends a, a video tribute. Yes. <laughs> Make it happen. Raises jersey to the rafters. Video tribute. Video tribute. Uh, Standing sure. ovation for from the three thousand fans in attendance. Yeah. Be nice if the. When was the last time they had a Thursday game? They have those last season? Student night? Wasn't that, wasn't Thursday's student games? Oh, no, they had I thought Thursday was student night. Yeah, they had a Thursday student night. In, or they had one Thursday night game in all of the second half of last season. They had too a lot too of early in the season for promotions, right? I have not seen a promotional schedule yet. I have not seen a pink it's and white schedule. It's not like the uh, $7 tickets and $7 drinks that the Sea Dogs are having this Saturday night. They doing it again? Yeah, seven dollar drinks this time. What? Yeah, that's not on the Wildcats, so that's on the uh, that's on the Avenir Center, unfortunately. I don't uh, know. What do we got? Victo. Who else are we playing? St. John and uh, Blainville. St. John and Blainville is right. I don't know anything about Blainville. So Victoriaville is the first game of their road trip. They go to Moncton, Halifax, of it is. and Cape Breton, which is fine. We have a rest. They have a rest. This that's what you want. Like yep. you get to see what your team what your team is and how they bounce back. And hopefully it doesn't take them 45 minutes to find their legs. And then St. John, I mean, that's their, an up and down team. They've had, they've been able to have leads mm-hmm. and they just haven't been able to hold on to them against Cape Breton. And that's why, you know, the Wildcats shouldn't be nervous on Thursday in front of 3000 fans. <laughs> 4,100. That's what I'm say. Oh, that's generous. Sunday. Sunday fun day. Everybody's gonna f- against the Armada. Everybody's gonna skip their Thanksgiving dinner to go to the Avenir Center. First of all, how long has it been since we had a home game on Thanksgiving weekend? Because it always seems like we've been on the road. I feel like it was 2018, and I feel like it was the Armada. It just seems like we've been on the road every yeah. year for Thanksgiving um, for the longest time I can remember. I don't want to look back. No, I don't either. But if somebody wants to, no, Blainville's three and one. Eh? Yeah. So, well, I I just I want to take this opportunity to fact check myself from last week's show. Yeah, there is in fact a Starbucks in Sydney. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Speaking of having Starbucks, yeah, there is a yeah. Starbucks there. So I don't know or, or Blainville. It's so early in the, in the season. I don't know it's, anything it's tough, about. Yeah, like who even is on Blainville? Nick Sheen's not there anymore. I couldn't. No, Gravel's Zach Wheeler show. Yeah. Uh, who the hell? Who else did they draft this year? Blainville. Man, I'm terrible right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can tell it's early in the season. We know absolutely nothing about these teams. Yeah. Uh, this is the Wildcast podcast, not the QMJ Shell podcast. Uh, draft. So I think the uh, Blainville Xavier Villeneuve. So I think Blainville in 2018, the the they had. October 6th. If that was Thanksgiving, they played in Moncton on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And then they went to Bathurst on the Sunday. Okay. So. 
Xavier Villeneuve, did he make uh, Blainville? I don't know. I was going to say Zachary Moran. No, he didn't make Blainville. It's the fun part about uh, previewing the upcoming games. People are like, just move on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they got a lot of rookies in the lineup. Elliot Italian's on there. Mateo Norbert. Uh, Elliot Oganowski. Oh, yeah. Alex Charbonneau. Theo Lemieux. So they've got a heavily laden rookie roster. Zach Wheeler. Uh, you can book his first goal in Moncton. Oh, oh, easily. He's only got one assist on the year, so easily he's going to score his first goal 100%. of the year. Um, just a tap-in beside the net. Just, yeah. just a nice little tap-in. Um, but that's also... Oh, Xavier. Oh, no. It's Xavier Saracen. I thought it was Manic Saracen. Um, that might help attendance on that one. Like. Thanksgiving, I know it's Thanksgiving and Zach Wheeler, but Zach Wheeler and the family and stuff like that, it might might give uh, might give him a little bit of a boost in the attendance way. Three thousand one hundred. But either way, I mean, it should be a two out of three weekend. Mm-hmm. You figure out which two of the three, three out of three would be perfect. But it, it kind of feels like a two out of three weekend. Three thousand one hundred and four because of Al's pals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Al's pals. All right. Uh, I mean, we might as well get to everyone's favorite part of the show, eh? Yeah, why not? All right. Eric Murray, realtor, buy a house from him. Stick tap of the week. All right, Avenir Center. Round of applause. I don't know. What do you call it? What do you, what do you call it? Is tap and tip or tip, tip and, and tap? Tip and tap. That's what it's called. Uh, finally listening to this guy for about the past three years uh, and implemented the tap and tip or tip, I don't know, whatever it's called. TNT, we're going to call it yep. there. And, uh, yeah, instead of having to choose your tip or t- is it type in. So, basically, they had the old POS system, the black ones. Yeah. And yep. when the Avenue started, first started, I could bring my phone and I could get my drink and tap and walk away. No tips. That's fine if you want to have tips. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You, you explain it better than I but do. But then they all of a sudden, halfway through the next year, when you went to put the tip in. You had to put your debit card in, which for me, I carry my phones over here. I carry my phone all the time because we're tweeting, we're Instagramming the game yeah. for the fans. I don't carry my wallet that often. And if I do, it's in my wife's purse because I don't want to sit on it, mm-hmm. among other things it's in her purse. But I don't realize it until I get halfway up there. And then I'm like, oh, now i got to go all the way back, disturb people. If the play's going on, i got to wait. Everywhere else you go. In the Avenir Center, when you go to the side beer stands, they had a tap function mm-hmm. with the tip for the beer people. Well, lo and behold, my surprise. Did I ever come to fair... Kel Surprise. Kel Surprise is right. They have got it everywhere now. Yep. I was quite impressed. I even said to the uh, bartender, oh, this is new. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, we're, get- we're still getting used to it. So thank goodness. Yep. What a more... Painless, quick process. Just do your thing and get out of there. Uh, good on you. Finally, thank yeah. goodness you made that change. And another th- change you made, thank goodness, is getting rid of that god awful, god awful grilled cheese establishment that oh. you had in that building. Yeah. And uh, actually, I had the meatballs up. Yeah. And replaced good. it with a restaurant uh, named after my body figure, the Big Belly Deli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had the. Uh... She had the the meatball sub with the kettle chips. So yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, but they also um, had a Philly steak. I saw you know what else the the new system has that allows you to tip and tap. And this is how far I was willing to go this year, is I went to uh, Led the Puy, Little Dippery, sorry, and um, the who, the Little Dippery, by Angie's and that little strip mall, the ice cream place. Oh 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 okay yeah okay I was like what and <laughs> and also Quiznos, but I knew that they had the tap and tip function so. I went to pay and I grabbed my daughter's phone and I'm like, you're going to film this while I do this. And then if I get to the Avenir Center and they don't have tip and tap, I'm going to tweet them again. Honest to God, I'm surprised we haven't been blocked yet. But anyways, what else though that does is that allows now the 50-50 people to take Visa and MasterCard and cash. Uh. They don't take debit yet, which that I don't understand because if you're tapping your Visa, you can tap your debit card, whatever. But at least they're walking around. You don't have to have cash for the people that are walking around because they took the 
the old systems from the side beer places that had the tap last gotcha. year. So it is nice in 2023. The multi-million dollar Avenir Center is technologically advanced. The Stick Tap of the Week, sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802. And that, uh, sorry for taking over your stick tap there. Oh, no, it's okay. You, you explain it better than I do. <laughs> I, I didn't, I was going to, I would have explained it completely different. Wildcast Wildcat of the Week is presented by Rosemary Lynn Massage and Spa, who from right now till October 7th, so this weekend, you get 15% off all spa services when you book with Sammy. Call the book for your appointment at 506-830-1224 or book with them in person at 1224 Mountain Road. This one's pretty easy. Um, it goes to a player who's averaging a point a game in the first uh, four games, scores first goal on Friday, followed up with the only goal on Saturday to give the team some juice. Um, you can see his comfort level on the ice. Smith and Mercier, it's, it's a pretty good line, and he's getting more accustomed to it. Even had a big hit on the half wall. I think in the third period, maybe the second period, had a big hit anyways. Um, but, I mean, he's if he was at 70% in the last preseason game, he looks to be about 85, 90. Um, your Wildcats Wildcat player of the week is number 18, Caleb Denwellier. That'll do it for the show. Again, presented by Alpha's Appliance Solutions. Uh, they have the KitchenAid Cook Up the Savings event when you purchase any four or sorry, when you purchase any KitchenAid major appliances, you get instant savings. So purchase three, 300, four, 400, five, 500. Alpha Appliance, 25 Halifax Street, Moncton, 506-858-5111. All the links for all our sponsor are in our YouTube bio. <sighs> like we said, Big Toe's in town tomorrow. Blaineville on Sunday. The Zach Wheeler Show is in town on Sunday. Fun day, so get your tickets. Man, you have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Yeah, shout out to Turkey Day. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. Same to you. Uh, I know you guys probably do the ham. We already did it. Oh, you, oh it's, it's right. Yeah, yeah you we had did it last it weekend. Yep. That's 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 true. Yeah, but um, absolutely, we did the ham, mashed potatoes, buns. Yep. They did Brussels sprouts. I tried Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I tried one. <laughs> yeah, we're good. And uh, candied carrots is what we had. So. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I'm pulling off a sweet potato casserole this Ooh. weekend. With marshmallows on it. Okay. Can Layla come then? Uh, well, we'll see. You know what? Bring leftovers next week. I might have to if it's 20-pound turkey. <laughs> yeah, you might have leftovers. Yeah. All right. You guys have a happy and safe Thanksgiving for Jeremy. I'm Adam. See you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast. Wildcast.